Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, recognizing the value of financial advice since 1937. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. The real cost of high gas prices, the latest installment of Google's master plan, and what the Internet is hiding from you. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Cargill, an international producer and marketer of food, agricultural, financial, and industrial products and services. Information at Cargill.com. And by the John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation, committed to building a more just, verdant, and peaceful world. More information at MacFound.org. From the studios of WNYC in New York City, I'm Kai Rizdal. It's Thursday, today, the 12th of May. Glad to have you with us. Sorry, though, to tee up the broadcast with something most of us see every day as we're out and about. Those placards at gas stations with prices that start with fours. We start there today because the Commerce Department reported this morning that consumers spent half a percent more in April than we did in March. Half a percent, you say? No, not all that much granted, but more than half of the increase was swallowed up by gas stations. The extra money that consumers are pumping into their cars is starting to drag down the rest of consumer spending, as Marketplace's Mitchell Hartman reports. People who track the economy look for tipping points, key moments when consumer behavior shifts, like a ship turning at sea. Especially when gas prices surpass a round dollar figure, there is a trigger point which actually causes downward movement in consumer mood. Economist Chris Christopher at IHS Global Insight says we hit that trigger point around a week ago when the average price of gas topped $4 a gallon nationwide. Meaning the slowdown in spending in April on most everything except gas could turn into a decline this month or next. To test the theory, I headed to the 76 station where I usually gas up and where financial advisor Mary Martinez was filling up her late model caddy for $3.99 a gallon. It honestly has a huge effect on me. I don't go as many places. I carefully route where I'm going, spend a lot less money on other things. What? What are the things that go first? Uh, new clothes, nights, restaurants you know, different activities for my child to do I can't afford. Retail analyst Marshall Cohen of the NPD Group says consumers may be in a state of gas price shock right now, but... You know, if gasoline can get below four and then comes back to four again, that second time is going to have a lot less impact than the first time. So when you ask, is the consumer going to get used to it? History dictates that they do. They make adjustments. Such as they start shopping for more fuel-efficient wheels. I'm Mitchell Hartman for Marketplace. Talking about spending is a handy way to get into our next story because one of the most costly and lasting effects of the housing collapse and the financial crisis for taxpayers remains the $138 billion worth of bad mortgages backed by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. The two mortgage companies that were taken over by the government just as the crisis got going, in case you didn't recall. Congress has been looking for a way to replace them for years, and they gave it their latest shot today with bipartisan support as our Washington Bureau Chief John Dimsdale reports. Most members of Congress believe the fragile housing market needs some sort of government mortgage guarantee, 
That's the only way to keep interest rates and down payments affordable. If you don't have some government backstop or some government support, the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage will go away. That's California Republican John Campbell, who, along with Michigan Democrat Gary Peters, today introduced a bill to replace Fannie and Freddie with five smaller private companies. They would be chartered by the government to issue mortgage-backed securities with a taxpayer guarantee. Without some government support like this, you can't get the marketplace to loan that much money for that long a period of time. The replacements for Fannie and Freddie would have to buy insurance on the mortgages and set aside more capital to cover bad loans. And co-sponsor Gary Peters says the guaranteed mortgages would require a higher down payment, probably around 20 percent.